the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Tyson Mutrix. Jim is not doing anything again. He's still on assignment. <laughs> I'm here with Pete Salsic. Am I saying it right again? Because I always practice this. It's yeah. Not- it's salsic in years. And so those of you that don't know why I've struggled with it is because I was taught by Pete's dad uh, in, at SLU. And for years, I thought it was sausage. I told everyone it was sausage. Yeah. And then finally I met Pete and Pete tells me, no, it's salsic. So <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we like to make it confusing. We got that CH with a hard CK sound. Apparently it, it there's some part of the Slavic world where that's like a thing, but we couldn't really tell you exactly where. Man, well, my, I mean, mine's Mutrix, and it's uh, some people say Mutro, some people say Mutrix. It's, it's, right. it's I, I completely get it, but I got, <laughs> I, I got to, I've got to figure something out really quick. I got to sort this out. Jim says he came up with for you the screen lawyer. Is this true? It, it is true. I've got to give Jim Hacking all the credit mm. in the world. We, uh, Jim and I, over the years, have had lots of interesting conversations. And about four years ago, three or four years ago, when I was coming out of my in-house practice, uh, where I was working with the Cool Fire companies and I was doing all of the creative work, but really just for family of companies and going back out into private practice for the first time, really with this new practice, I, I wanted to do the same thing I was doing for Cool Fire for other clients, but I'd never marketed that in any way. So I was having a conversation with Jim. You could probably picture this, Tyson. And, and he's like, so, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, I do. Blah, blah. And he goes, no, 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 no. What do you do? And I'm a, I went off on another rant. He stopped me again. He said, what do you do? And I said, well, Cool Fire used to have a saying, we make things for screens. And I did every one of those contracts. I did every one of those right structures. And he said, i so we immediately looked and the URL was available and nobody had claimed it on social media. So it came from, and it took me about a year to start doing something with it, but that's where the name came from. And so I, you know, got to give Jim the credit where credit is due. I love it. I love your content too. You get, you've got some really good content. You present well on the video and, and even your setup right now looks, looks fantastic. Thank but you. Let's, let's talk about what your topic is. And I've got to pull this up. I told you I've got to read this because it's not, it doesn't roll off the tip of your tongue, but this is also something that Jim came up with. Exactly. So if people like it, well, we'll give Jim credit, but if people think what, then that's also Jim's fault. 
Exactly. Now let's give you the credit if it's good. If it's bad, right. it's bad. fair enough. But here's the topic. I think it's freaking awesome. Actually, we were we were cracking up whenever you came. <laughs> what all you fools need to know about the content you're creating. So I'm yeah. the, you know it's funny. So on these other these other conversations I've had with speakers, I've asked, I see, you know, where did this topic come from? But uh, for for you, it's kind of it's something that he came up with. But right. do you want to talk a little bit about what you're going to talk about? Yeah. And, and really, I think it was Jim's it, it, Jim was essentially, I think, pretty much encapsulating what I regularly talk about, which is when you are creating content and that could be you. It could be a room full of lawyers who we're all now creating content. Right. We're being told by our marketing professionals, by those who want to engage, you know, help us grow our businesses. We create content like any other business does now. So that content is written. It can be blogs. It's social media posts. It can be videos. It can be something like what we're doing right now, podcasts, all sorts of content. But what a lot of people don't really stop and take the time to figure out is that all of this content is governed by copyright law. So now we can do it in all these ways that we didn't used to be able to do. We have these amazing, you know, our iPhones and Android phones and all this technology that literally can make us fairly high-end producers uh, pretty quickly. But copyright law still applies. So when you get into questions about, well, who owns this content? Who who can I, can I sell it? Can I recreate it for somebody else? Can I use somebody else's stuff? Can I talk about somebody else's content? Can I use a photograph? What about music? All of these things that go into creating some kind of a content all are governed by copyright law at the at the base and then a variety of contracts typically. And if you don't put those things in writing, if you don't, you know, establish what you want to do or what someone else can do with your stuff, you run some pretty serious risks that you, first your content may be taken down, second you may be sued for infringement, or three you may just simply lose control of it altogether and it ends up having a meaning you never intended. So I spend a lot of time just generally advising clients about that. A lot of my videos that I do are on issues kind of in and around that. So it seems like a great idea to tell all of these lawyers who are all going to be great content creators. They're all writing books because John Fisher challenged them to. I mean, everybody's creating content. All of them need to know that this is what happens with that content and what you need to do about it to protect it. And so that's the point. I love it. That's, you know, it's funny. Like, I don't have to ask you a bunch of my questions because you just, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of, like, here, here's how much we trust Pete. Pete is our lawyer. So, so, we, trust, <laughs> our lawyer, so we trust what he's going to say. Well, then let's do this. Let's, let's, let me ask you this question. Sure. Since you, you did such a good job of explaining what you're going to talk about. What are you so excited about when it comes to the conference? Oh, uh, listen, I, I, two years ago when it was at Delmar Hall, it was the first time I had attended. I wasn't there the first year. And I was just blown away by the collection of people, by the talent, by the energy. And then really that got me into my screen lawyer persona coming out of that. And, and I said to myself, and I think I probably said to you and Jim, I want to be on that stage next year. I, I don't know what I'm going to say yet. But I want to be part of that community because I could just tell how vibrant it had become at that time. And then, you know, the last two years really uh, interacting with the Facebook group and just legal minds and other actions and people that I've met, it's just grown even more. So 
to me, I'm really excited about seeing some people that I feel like I've gotten to know pretty well by staring at them through screens. I'm interested in meeting them. You know, I'm interested in being in person with with people again. I'm interested in seeing what else I can learn. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty much all of it. I love it. Well, before I get to my last question, talk a little bit about you got to play Del Mar Hall. Talk about that. So, yeah. So, you know, one of my if I if I could actually make a living playing music, I wouldn't be doing any of this lawyer stuff. But I can't. And I know that. So but I get a lot of enjoyment out of playing music. I've got a, a, a classic rock band cover band that I play in called 81. And so two years ago at the at the conference, um, because you guys had Delmar Hall, which for those who don't know, Delmar Hall is a great concert venue in St. Louis, holds about six, seven hundred people in the room. My band isn't filling Delmar Hall and typically getting to play of that sort of thing. But because you had the stage the night of the conference, we got to play and it was awesome. But there are two great things I'll remember. One, the sound was incredible because we had the sound guy on the side, the sound person out there. I mean, it was like a super pro setup. But the other thing I remember is that almost all the lawyers who were in attendance were out of the concert hall, out in the bar where they were all hanging out and talking. Now, the music was piped out there so they could hear. And occasionally they would walk their head and then Jim came in and caught one song and kind of did this and stuff. But we didn't care because we were playing Delmar Hall and it sounded so awesome. And we got great pictures and we look, we look like rock stars. So, you know, we're, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty easy to please when it comes to playing music at a place like Delmar Hall. Yeah. I remember you talking about, yeah, I got to play Delmar Hall. It's cool. And like, yeah, it is. It did kind of suck. Cause like the way the hall was set up, everyone was out in the bar. Area. Yeah. Right, so I think it was okay. I mean, we, we really didn't care. We had a blast. I love it. All right. So I'm over time, but before we wrap up, tell people how they can get in touch with you if they need the screen lawyer services. You can find me anywhere on social as the screen lawyer, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, clubhouse, always the screen lawyer. If you go to the screenlawyer.com, that will take you straight to my law firm bio page at Cape Sokol. And you can see all my information about my practice and how to get in touch. Excellent. Love it. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. Bye. Jason, thank you, man. I can't wait for the conference. Me too, man. See, see you. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.